0: I'm so encouraged, and now I will share then my devotion on Ezekiel 34, because I think it it speaks of what the Lord does. But before, let's pray. Lord, we do come before you and pray that you would teach us your words. Lord, you you who are the great shepherd, come to us in your word and show us what is here so that we are encouraged to pray and to seek you, because we know you hear your sheep. Your sheep are known of you, and you are known of them. So, Lord, please help us and kindle a fire in our hearts to seek your face today. Amen. So let's turn to Ezekiel 34. We will read verses 11 through 16. And then we will pick up the reading a little bit further now. I want us to think about the new covenant, what the Lord does in his church as we read this chapter. Ezekiel 34, verse 11. For thus saith the Lord God, behold, I, even I, will both search my sheep and seek them out. As a shepherd seeketh out his flock in the day that he is among his sheep that are scattered, so will I seek out my sheep, and will deliver them out of all places where they have been scattered in the cloudy and dark day. And I will bring them out from the people, and gather them from the countries, and will bring them to their own lands, and feed them upon the mountains of Israel by the rivers, and in all the inhabited places of the country. I will feed them in a good pasture, and upon the high mountains of Israel shall their fold. be. There shall they lie in a good fold, and I, and in a fat pasture, shall they be fed upon the mountains of Israel. I will feed my flock, and I will cause them to lay down, saith the Lord God. I will seek that which was lost, and bring again that which was driven away, and will bind up that which was broken. And will strengthen that which was sick, but I will destroy the fat and the strong. I will feed them with judgment. And now reading a little bit, that was up to verse 16. Let's go to verse 22. The Lord continues to say, therefore will I save my flock and they shall no more be afraid. And I will judge between cattle and cattle and I will set up one shepherd over them. And he shall feed them, even my servant David. He shall feed them, and he shall be their shepherd. And I, the Lord, will be their God, and my servant David, a prince among them. I, the Lord, have spoken it. And I will make with them a covenant of peace, and will cause the evil beasts to cease out of the land. And they shall dwell safely in the wilderness and sleep in the ruins. And I encourage you to read the rest of it. It's beautiful. We will even quote some of the last verses. But in this chapter, together with Jeremiah 31, uh, we see the Lord speaking of the new covenant um, and Israel being restored from exile. So in this new covenant, uh, as I have been studying it, it's been such a blessing to see uh, how the God is a covenant keeping God, but it has been also great a great lesson to see the Lord Jesus fulfilling all of these things in the New Testament. And uh, I can see in this text, what I can see here is the seal of a covenant keeping God for his sheep. Uh, we need to see how in this text he is so bent on. Protecting them, feeding them, and saving them. I will save my flock. And uh, we need to see the heart of God in this, lest we become discouraged, or lest we feel as sheep that are scattered, uh, lest we feel that we are wandering and there is no shepherd, and when we see the church around us, we. Um, we think we see that things are going bad in many, many aspects. Unless we feel that way, we need to put our eyes back on that great shepherd. And that's why I was saying before that it reminds me of what's happening with Jonathan Age. Uh this young man that is being brought back by the Lord because the Lord will not let any of his sheep to go lost ever. And See, the Lord is speaking in Ezekiel, and then in the New Testament, the Lord Jesus is referred to as this great shepherd, uh, both in his title and his works. So, for example, in Hebrews 13, verse 20, the author relates him, speaking of the covenant, relates the Lord Jesus to his shepherd, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant. Hebrews 13, verse 20. So as the Lord speaks with zeal for his sheep in Ezekiel about the new covenants, and as he says, I will feed, I will save, I will search and seek them out, I will bring them. Then we see this uh, in Hebrews with the Lord Jesus fulfilling it. Our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant. Later in our passage, in verse 12, he says, As a shepherd seeketh out his flock uh, in that day that he is among his sheep that are scattered, so will I seek out my sheep and will deliver them out. So we read as well in uh, Luke 19, verse 9 through 10. Do you remember that story when uh, Jesus found Zacchaeus and went to his house? And they ate together and Zacchaeus repented and said, I will return everyone what I stole, even four times what they have stolen, what I have stolen from them. Jesus says, this day is salvation come to this house. For as much, he, he also is a son of Abraham. So notice how he's keeping the covenant of the promise made to Abraham. He also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man is come to seek and to say that which was lost. And that's the language of Ezekiel 34. So a covenant-keeping gods, a covenant-keeping shepherds, seeking out his lost sheep. And then, of course, we have John 10, uh, where this is greatly expounded by, by the Lord Jesus. John 10, verse 11. And this is the and this new covenant is through his blood. Uh, sorry, um, of John ten verse eleven. I am the good shepherd, and the good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. So remember what he said in the in the last supper. This is the new. Uh, this is the blood of the new covenant. So this new covenant requires a blood sacrifice. No wonder we see the Lord Jesus here saying a good shepherd giveth his life for his sheep. He had to die. He had to shed his blood for this to happen, for this covenant to um, come, for his sheep to be gathered again. He had to lay down his life for his sheep. And then in verses of that same chapter of John 10, Verses 15 and 16. He says, I lay down my life for the sheep. And we know that there is no greater love than this. Then he says, and other sheep I have. Other sheep I have, which are not of his fold. Them also I must bring. And they shall hear my voice. And there shall be one fold and one shepherd. Speaking of the Gentiles. So not only the Lord is Eager to save his people, he wants this to expand to the rest of the world. He wants to save the Gentiles too. Um, so never think that there's someone who is too much of an outsider or too different. Let's, let's never look at unchurched people as more difficult to save because he has sheep that are not of his flock and he will seek them out as well. And so as an application, um, in that same chapter of Ezekiel 34 and verse 31, the Lord says to his people, ye my flock, the flock of my pasture, are men, and I am your God, saith the Lord God. And uh, here in United Prayer, we are the flock of his pasture, and the Lord has great zeal for his flock. And with that in mind, we must remember that he will hear the prayer of his flock. And so we, uh, let's ask the great shepherd to restore his church. To move one more time as he has done before in our midst. And that is our burden. That is the burden that we have. Lord, seek that which was lost. Bring again that which was driven away. Bind up that which was broken. And strengthen that which was sick. All of, that, all of that is broken and sick in our churches today, in our societies today. Lord, do this. We have to ask him, Lord, look at the state of your church. Look at the condition that we're in. And uh, we, uh, in that attitude of prayer, then wait on him. Having seen how he is in his covenants and his, in these passages that we have studied. And this is our prayer for Jonathan H. and for all of them that are driven away, sick, broken, whether those are family members, neighbors, whoever it might be. The Lord will seek out his sheep, and he is a faithful and a covenant-keeping God. Amen.